You're listening to the SL Podcast, a podcast from the Spiritual Life Team at Liberty Christian School to equip and empower the next generation to love people, bear fruit, and make disciples. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the SL Podcast. My name is Braden Brown, and I'm here with my friend Luke Crenshaw. What up? Classic, classic intro. Come on. Um, today, we have an awesome opportunity to jump into a quick questions episode where we get to answer quick questions about God, the Bible, or just life in general in 15 minutes or less. Um, and so we got some fun things to talk about today. I'm, but re- I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Good. Two good. cups of coffee. We're ready to go. Wow. That is that is for sure plenty, man. Let's go. I want to stop after that one. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's January by the time this is coming out. And um, a, a thing that's coming up here at Liberty uh, that I've heard a lot of rumors about, um, but I've never experienced since I've only started working here like six, seven months ago, uh, is is Valentine's Day at Liberty Christian School? Okay, so what, Luke? What can you tell me about Valentine's Day here? I know there's some big traditions. What what does that look like here? Man, Valentine's Day at Liberty Christian School. I can say one thing: you are going to feel loved on Valentine's Day. There's a lot of pink. There's a lot of glitter. Man, my first experience a couple years ago. I think I just came home, just bedazzled. I blow my nose. I blew my nose last week, and I blew out glitter. That's how wow. much glitter, Leftover singing. I mean, these seniors go all out. They get in groups. They go around the entire school and sing jingles. Could be no really way. any song. Yeah. Wow. Sing jingles, bedazzle you with glitter. They are dressed up in pink. It is a complete party. No one's getting left out on Valentine's Day this year. Come I on. guarantee it. That's amazing. I cannot wait to experience my first Valentine's Day at Liberty. Mm, it's going to be awesome. On. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that uh, has always confused me about Valentine's Day, about that time of year in general, is as uh, Cupid. Mm. Okay, this guy is a, some sort of baby angel-like figure who shoots arrows at people and makes them fall in love. That yeah. I think that that idea is crazy. Mm. Um, I- but it it does lead into our quick question for the day. Quick question, come on. And uh, Luke, I got a quick question for you. Hit me. When it comes to angels, right? They're, they're a big piece of the Bible. We see them all the time in there. Um, but w- when I hear people talking about them, I hear lots of kind of confusing things. Like, mm. for example, people will talk about, hey, you know, my, my great-great-grandfather who passed away, he is now like my angel. Watch- he's an angel now in heaven watching over me. And it, like that, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. But I think my question is, Man, is that is that actually what the the Bible teaches? What what does the Bible have to say about angels? Do I become an angel when I die? Is that a good thing, a bad thing? What does that look like? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wondered if you could give us a little bit of insight into angels in the Bible and what happens to me when I die. Do I become an angel? Mm. So what do you think? Quick question. Quick question. Well, I love this question. It really excites me too because angels. I feel like they don't get enough credit because you. I don't know about you, like growing up, like in our house, we have beautiful pictures of angels, beautiful men or women, and they have wings. And really, that's great. I'm not knocking on that at all. But really, I feel like it's not giving angels enough credit for how incredible they are. Mm. I mean, all throughout scripture, you see, like you said, the mention of angels. So just some quick context here before I dive into your question. Angels are spiritual beings 
created by God. And we actually see that they were created before humanity. In Job 38, it says, when God laid the foundation of the earth, the angels shouted with joy. So Hmm. uh, many theologians believe that they were created before man. And these are magnificent creatures. Uh, We see a lot of encounters with angels uh, accompanied with the words, fear not. So you see it in the Old Testament when Daniel is having the visions about the future and an angel appears to him. And the first thing the angel says is fear not. It says that Daniel trembled with fear when Hagar is cast out by Abraham and Sarah with Ishmael. uh, Mm -hmm. The angel appears, an angel appears to her and says, fear not. New Testament, real quick, just got done with the Christmas season. You know, the story of Jesus, Jesus's birth, an angel appears to the shepherds and they are struck with great fear. So these angels are magnificent creatures. I wish we had more time to dive in. Maybe we can do a later episodes, dive in specifically like what they look like, the different kinds. For sure. But kind of 10,000 foot view here, I feel like angels fall into two camps. You have God's holy elect angels, these elect just meaning chosen by God. You see these angels throughout scripture delivering messages, carrying out judgment, providing encouragement to God's people. And really, I think Hebrews 1.14 summarizes this well. Are they not ministering spirits sent out to serve for the sake of those who would inherit salvation? So for the sake of who inherits salvation? Believers. So mm. essentially God's holy elect angels are sent out for the sake of us, to serve us. Um, another camp is the fallen angels, or you'll hear unclean spirits, demons. We see in Revelation that the dragon, the evil one, the devil actually takes a third of God's angels down with him when he is cast out of heaven. So those are kind of the 10,000-foot view of angels in the Bible. With these two angels, or two camps of angels, we see spiritual battle. Uh, in Ephesians 6 specifically, it talks about, Paul talks about not wrestling with flesh and blood, but our Battle is against rulers, authorities, cosmic powers over present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So you think about that, there's a battle going on that we actually can't see. And I think specifically you see this if you're looking for an example in Scripture, and I won't tease it out completely, but in Daniel 10, an angel appears to Daniel, and this is when Daniel is in prayer, he's seeking the Lord, And the angel says this, From the first day you set your heart to understand and humbled yourself before God, your words have been heard, and I have come because of your words. He goes on to say, uh, I've been delayed, I've been held up by the prince of the kingdom of Persia who withstood me 21 days. So you think about that. This could be another quick question. I know this is supposed to be quick, but real quick. No, you're doing great. The angel, or God, heard Daniel's prayer right when he said it. So from the moment that you you set your heart to understand, you humbled yourself before the God, your words have been heard, but I was withstood. This prayer wasn't, an, or the prayer was answered immediately, but it wasn't carried out until 21 days later because of this spiritual battle. So hmm. really cool stuff in scripture um, that you see. So so kind of what you're saying is the the idea of the the baby angel with wings or kind of the the beautiful men and women as angels isn't really the picture that that the Bible is presenting. There's there's these like fear inducing, magnificent creatures that mm. are but they're not like they don't look like you and me is kind of what I'm what I'm picking up from what you're saying. And um 
that's that's really cool. Yeah, I think a hundred percent. And I would add like the difference between man and angels is man you see in Genesis one is created in the image of God, and man is able to inherit salvation. So we see in Philippians three that as believers, our citizenship is in heaven. And the Lord Jesus Christ, one day when we die as a believer, will transform our lowly body to become like his glorious body. And in 1 Peter 1, concerning this same salvation that Paul's talking about in Philippians, Peter kind of teases it out by saying, concerning this salvation, this is the thing that angels long to look. They long to look for this salvation. They are perplexed by Jesus coming down and dying for this sinful man. So uh, we see that right now, us as man, lowly creatures below angels, but one day we will actually be lifted above them because of the perfect and permanent sacrifice that Jesus displayed on the cross for us. So you really see an example of this distinction in heaven. We see in Revelation 7 that angels are worshiping and man is worshiping. It's not like this hybrid of man turning into an angel, and they're all worshiping Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So reality, um, the reality, or just really answering your questions Yeah. here. And I want to do this sensitively because this may come to a surprise to some of our listeners, but I really think it's good news. So the scriptures say when a believer dies, he, receive, he or she receives a new, glorious, incorruptible body like our Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm. And this is something that places man above angels. And I think ultimately it points back to us being made in the image of God. So although we do not become angels when we die, that isn't a bad thing. It's actually a great thing. And I'm at peace knowing that God's holy elect angels are fighting on my behalf, on your behalf, now on a daily basis. It's actually something Courtney and I pray often um, before we go, go to bed at night. Um, we pray that God, will you send your ministering spirit sent out for the sake, sent out to serve for the sake of those who inherit salvation to protect mm-hmm. us um, in this battle that we can't always see. So that's my quick answer, maybe a little bit of prolonged answer for a quick question, Braden. Yeah, yeah. So what I, what I hear you saying is we we don't become angels when we die, which is actually a really good thing because mm-hmm. what you're saying is the only creation that God created that is made in his image, made in the image of God as mm. humans. And so yeah. for us to die and then become angels, we would be losing the image of God, which would actually be a, a bad thing. It'd be a downgrade for mm. us compared 100%. to the glorious bodies that we inherit when we, when we go to heaven. So that, that's, that's really cool and good news. Some great news for us. That's really cool. Well, any Luke, any final takeaways uh, for you about angels that we want to leave our listeners with to end this quick questions episode? Yeah, and I'm sure this will come up more as we do quick questions, but really, I just encourage and invite to ask questions about things that you don't understand in Scripture. Myself, Braden, Courtney, Sam, we're not these expert theologians, but we are students of God's Word, and we're hungry to grow. So please, ask questions, and if we don't have the answer, we'd love to discover it with you. So thankful for you guys. Come on, for sure. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Quick Questions. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. See ya. Thanks for tuning in to the SL Podcast. For updates on new content and episodes, follow us on Instagram at LCS Spiritual Life. And as always, love people, bear fruit, make disciples.